Hello everyone and welcome back to Just Another 20-something with me, Marissa. How are we all doing this fine week? (laughs) I am gonna say my week last week has been insane. Like actually insane. I mean like right now when I'm recording this it's Thursday the 10th and so I'm still living this week (laughs) and it has just been crazy. Every day is a new day and... I don't know what to do about it. So I guess I will fill you guys in a little bit. So I haven't heard back from the one boutique that I applied to that I told you guys about in the last episode, but I do kind of have a part-time job at the moment. So wow, <laughs> yay for her. She's <laughs> she's not totally unemployed anymore. Um, so I'm helping out at my mom's friend's um, boutique and I'm helping her set up a Poshmark for all of the clothes that she just isn't selling and so more people can, you know, get to it online. And so I'm actually having a lot of fun with it. <laughs> I um, I have this little setup in my room right now because I have a clothing rack of my own and so I have all the clothes right now sitting on there and I'm gonna take pictures and set it up on the Poshmark And so if you guys want to check out the Poshmark and maybe get some clothes, just search up Bella Bremerton 8 and uh, those will be all the clothes and you can please buy them. (laughs) That would be awesome. We actually have a ton of super cute brands. Like when I was going through all of these, it's literally like All Saints, Nordstrom, Urban Outfitters, Free People, like so many brands that I like? Oh, and Lululemon? Like, are you serious? (laughs) Like, we are finding, like, a ton of really good brands for super cheap. So, shameless plug, but um, check out that Poshmark, Bella Bremerton 8, and maybe you you guys want to buy some things. Um, But yeah, so uh, I guess she has a job. I guess she's doing something with her life, and it's actually really awesome because, like, Let's say, you know, I don't hear back from uh, the other boutique I applied for or whatever. This will be a nice stepping stone to, like, if I want to apply again, at least now I have something on my resume that's definitely similar to what they're already doing and I have updated references and just everything like that. So that's always nice um, because my past work experience hasn't been a lot Um, she's pretty minimal in the work experience. So uh, it's just so hard because I've been, you know, at school and anyway, I'm not going to make a bunch of excuses, but my resume isn't amazing. It's not terrible because I put a lot of stuff that I've done in school and achievements that I've had and whatever, but it's just, it's not amazing. Like it's not amazing. I just don't have a ton of work experience, but you know, somebody will hopefully take a chance on me eventually. And right now someone did. And so now I'm kind of doing this, um, in my free time, which is great. Uh, keeps me busy and I get money from it. So win, win over here. But anyway, so moving on from my week, we are going to talk about the bachelorette today. And a lot has happened since the last time we talked. I mean, the last time we talked, Tasha wasn't even there yet. She was only just coming onto the show. So, um, I'm super excited because now we're deep in Tatasha time and I love her. I love her so much. I, uh, I can't even 
say, like, why wasn't she the bachelorette before? It doesn't make any sense to me. She is killing it. She's so sweet and so nice. And, like, this is insane because I actually feel like I know of a lot of the guys and a lot of these deep conversations that they've been having because she's so open to everyone and she's really giving everyone a chance, which obviously <laughs> we did not see much of with Claire. So there's just, Tasha is just overall, honestly, could be the best bachelorette of all time. <laughs> I mean, she's doing really, really good. I, I just love her. She's so sweet and so cute. So Anyway, so this week, um, it kind of left on a cliffhanger in the last episode, so I will give you a little um, where we left off. So Bennett and Noah have been having a lot of problems together. So now, obviously, I know who these people's names, but you might not, so I'm going to refresh your memory. Noah is a 25-year-old uh, nurse, I think is what he is. I don't really remember. Um, and he seems nice, but he's just a little immature and he does like to stir the pot quite a bit and he's just kind of young. So everyone's kind of like, oh, like, is he really ready for marriage? Cause I think he might be the youngest guy. I think most of the guys are in their late twenties, early thirties, except for Zach, who's actually 36. So there's like a nice array, but I think Noah is definitely the youngest at 25. So Bennett has a bone to pick with um, Noah because he just does not think that Noah has the emotional intelligence to be dating a woman like Tasha, And this is quote unquote, Bennett said that Noah has 0% chance of um, ending up with Tasha at the end of all this. And so Noah, of course, blabs to Tasha and is like, I think people are questioning your judgment, <laughs> which is, uh, <laughs> like, do I like what Bennett said? No, it is very just rude and unnecessary. But also, Noah, like, don't go to Tasha and say that to her because that is kind of, it's a little manipulative. I don't love the way he went about that because I don't. I don't know. I don't really think that Bennett was trying to like um, come across as he doesn't think Tasha knows what she's doing. I don't think it's really about that. I think he's mostly like, listen, like Tasha's going to see eventually that you're kind of stupid and we're all going to know that already because we know you and you're dumb. I think that's basically what he was trying to say. Again, not amazing, but I think Noah was definitely kind of twisting it. So anyway, they've been fighting a lot and Tasha has noticed this and she's like, I'm getting to the bottom of this. Like we're going to have a two on one. So the way they usually do this is that they go like on this big date and then um, she gives one rose to one person and then they fly off and usually leave this person like stranded, which is always amazing. But this version of the two on one is they actually just had a two-on-one discussion right before the rose ceremony that night. So she is supposed to give a rose to someone and then someone will leave and then, you know, blah, blah, blah. So she, you know, sits down with the guys and she can see that they just are not getting along. They're super petty. Just everything they're saying is stupid. And so Tasha's like, okay, I'm, I am over this. Bennett, let's talk. 
so Bennett, um, he is the Harvard guy, very pretentious, very rich. Um, that's pretty much his entire personality. So I guess this is what Tasha says. She claims that she has feelings for Bennett and she thinks that he's a really nice guy. And so she doesn't want to get rid of him. But also she is wondering why um, he is questioning her judgment. So, you know, she sits him down and Bennett's like, uh, no, no, I, I didn't mean it to come out that way and blah, blah, blah. Tasha's like, well, I do find this insulting. Like, you know, I don't like the way you're going about this. And then, of course, Bennett proceeds to mansplain, you know, the reasoning of why he said it this way and uh, just just a lot of ugh. <laughs> he really goes on and on about emotional intelligence, which I have, okay, <laughs> I have never heard of emotional intelligence until The Bachelor because a few seasons ago, Oh, whose season was it on? Oh, it was on Nick's. Nick Vial's season. There was this girl, Corinne, who was kind of dumb, but also iconic. And she was really young and just pretty much wanted to make out with Nick all the time. And this other girl, ooh, and I don't even remember her name. She was that irrelevant. No offense. Ooh, yeah, I don't remember her name. Let's call her Kelsey, even though I know it's not that. So don't look up Kelsey. But um, it was Kelsey and Corinne, and she just kept telling Corinne, I don't think you have enough emotional intelligence to be with Nick. And let me just say, first of all, Nick Vial was stupid. No offense. <laughs> like, he was not one of the top Bachelor choices. I really didn't even really like his season. I don't think he has a ton of depth to him. That is just my personal opinion. If you have your own, great. Um, so the fact that Kelsey or whatever her real name is, is going on and on to Corinne being like, you don't have enough emotional, inten emotional intelligence for Nick. It's just like, come on, you're giving Nick way too much credit. <laughs> like, no offense. He is still a guy. <laughs> so like, calm it down a little bit. Also, Corinne's just having fun. Like, let her do her thing. And I've noticed that all these people who are saying, that other people don't have emotional intelligence usually don't have it themselves and they're very condescending with the way that they go about it. Like we've had this entire scenario happen before on Nick's season and now we're happening it where now it's happening with the guy version on Tasha's season. So I don't know. It just whenever these people go on and on about emotional intelligence, I'm just like, I don't even know if you know what that means because you keep saying it, but I don't think you really get it. So it's so funny because when when Bennett is going off, like, mansplaining this to Tasha, her face the entire time just looks like, I don't want to hear a word that's coming out of your mouth. Like, she is over it. It's so funny. I love, I love Tasha. So anyway, so she finishes up with that. She's like, okay, great. Thank you so much. So then she goes to Noah. And Noah, you know, he's like, listen, like, I can take the harsh comments. Like, it's fine. But then he does get a little bit upset and he starts to cry a little bit, which is kind of sad. I do feel bad for him because um, he was just like, listen, like I can take the comments, but after a while, like I don't want someone talking down to me and I don't want someone um, to talk down to you if it ends up like this. And I totally see his point on that one because 
come on. If Bennett is talking to pretty much everyone this way, I mean, so far we've seen he's a little condescending. Like the second he walked out of the limo, he walked out of the limo with a scarf, was claiming he was from Harvard. I already knew that this guy was going to suck. No offense. Like he's just, he's super pretentious. He's super um, condescending and not cool. Like, you know, you know the people. And so I feel bad that obviously Noah's like, you know, he just kind of thinks less of himself because of this guy who's talking to him like that. And now I did do some digging and I did see that Noah could possibly be Republican. <laughs> now, does this change my viewpoint on how Bennett is acting? No, I don't think Bennett should be talking down to him. But that doesn't really mean I'm on Noah's side either. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really see the point in either of them. Like if I was Tasha, I would have gotten rid of both of them. Wouldn't have even heard them out. I would have been like, no, you guys are fighting and you're annoying and I'm not into either of you. So bye. But I guess she does have feelings for both of these guys. So whatever. So anyway, so she sees Noah all upset and she makes a decision and she sends Bennett home, which was a complete shock to Bennett. He's just flabbergasted as he's being walked out. And she's like, yeah, see you later. Bye-bye. And so she walks back in to, um, back to Noah and Noah, of course, is just sitting there like smiling. He's like, hell yeah, I won. And it's so funny because the second that she walks in, she's like, no, stop smiling. This is not a victory by any means. Like, I'm not going to give you the rose. And then he's like, oh shit. Like what? <laughs> so Tasha actually doesn't end up giving the rose to Noah either. But Noah does still get to stay around. Like, she's like, I'll see you at the rose ceremony. Like, whatever. So Noah has a second chance if he could make it up to her during the cocktail party. Otherwise, he's out of there because I don't think she's really impressed with either of them. But clearly, she doesn't feel too bad because she let Noah stay. So, you know, who's to say? But anyway, so then they go to the cocktail party and she talks to all of the leading men that she's in love with, which is basically... Ben, who we get to go on a one-on-one -on -one date with him. Get into that later. Um, Zach C., he is the 36-year-old. He's really nice. I mean, there's nothing wrong with him. In fact, in the last episode, they um, had a one-on-one, -on -one and he really, like, went into depth about how he had problems with addiction, and now he's, like, an addiction coach or something. And, you know, it was really moving, and it was really um, important, like, Literally, this season has been going off on the important topics that we need to be talking about. Like, people suffer from addiction, and if they see, like, Zach, you know, living his best life on TV, who knows? Maybe that can inspire them to also get help. So, I like Zach C. The only thing I don't really like about him is just he's kind of meh. Like, he's not the cutest. <laughs> no offense. Like, he's very... Wow, am I going to say no offense in every single sentence in this podcast, whatever. It's not that he's ugly. He's definitely cute. He totally has the vibe going on. Like I get why she's into him, but I, I just like other guys better. And so I don't love that he's a front runner, but whatever. He's not a bad guy. So I wouldn't be upset if she chooses him in the end. Um, but yeah, so there's Zach, Ben, um, Ivan, who I think is definitely a top runner. She had a one-on-one -on -one with him two weeks ago, 
and they talked about Black Lives Matter and George Floyd, which I thought was so important. I'm so, so happy that they talked about that. Like, just to see those conversations on TV with, like, two Black people is amazing. Like, we have, I don't, like, when have we ever had two Black people talk about Black Lives Matter and, like, police brutality on TV? On a very popular network. Like, this is insane. So, I'm really happy that that happened. And I really like Ivan. Like, even regardless, like, he is such a sweetie and I really like him. And then, of course, Brendan, who I love. She went on a date with him, um, a one-on-one date, the first week that she was there. And he is so sweet. He's also been married before. And so has Taisha. So they have that in common. Uh, There's a lot of really great guys. So those are kind of the front runners. So she gets to talk to them. And she kind of only talks to them, at least it seems like, at the cocktail party. She could have been leaving things out, but I don't know if anyone else really got to talk to her, which then leads into the rose ceremony. So the people that she gets rid of is Ed, who, if you've been watching this whole season, um, first of all, it's crazy Ed made it this far. (laughs) Ed is crazy stupid. I mean, he, (laughs) this is so funny. So me and my mom, we've been watching this together and she was trying to describe Ed, and she's like, Ed is like a Goomba. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> like a Goomba? What is that? Like, are you talking about those little mushroom things in Mario? And she's like, no, no, like a, like an Italian gangster. And I was like, oh, okay. And it's like, I don't know if anything reminds me of a Guido, which is like an Italian, um, oh gosh, what are they? I think it's just like an Italian like guy. I don't even let me look it up. Okay, so Google says a Guido is a man, especially an Italian American, regarded as vain, aggressively masculine, and socially unsophisticated. So yeah, I would say he's more of a Guido than a Goomba, but you guys can be the judge of that one. So he finally gets to leave. Thank God. Uh, It's crazy he made it this far. Um, Spencer leaves, which, um, he got the first impression rose, which is really important in bachelorette history. Usually in bachelor history, um, the guys are, no offense. Wow. Here I go again. The guys just, you know, they don't, um, they kind of give their first impression roses to most likely like the hottest girl there or whatever. They don't usually end up with that person, but Historically, in Bachelorette history, every single first impression rose, that woman, like that guy either is in the top four, maybe runner up, whatever, or she marries him and chooses him in the end, or I guess is engaged to. Most of them obviously break up. But literally in Bachelorette history, the first impression rose like makes it all the way to the end. And Spencer's gone. So... (laughs) Clearly that didn't pan out for Tasha, which is totally fine. Um, it's just kind of funny because once he got the first impression rose, everyone was like, oh my God, Spencer, like we better watch out for him. And we never saw him ever again. Like, I don't know anything about Spencer other than he has really over gelled hair. But other than that, so he leaves and then uh, Damar leaves and he 
I don't really know anything about Damar, <laughs> but he looks so nice and is so sweet. And I think he should have gotten way more screen time than he did. But I mean, clearly something just wasn't there. So she let him go, which was really upsetting. And so Noah did get the last rose. And so he ends up being there. So now there are seven guys left. And so the seven guys that are left are, we have Zach, Ben, Brendan, Riley, who he's super sweet, um, Noah, Ivan, oh, and Blake. <laughs> I forgot about Blake. If you remember from my first episode, Blake was the one who bought the book to know things about Claire. He's still here. And I can tell you right now, this guy has no connection with Tasha. I don't know why he's here. I guess he must have had a tiny bit more connection compared to the other three that left. But like, this guy is stupid. I don't know why he's here. So I wouldn't be surprised if he gets eliminated. But yeah, so that is how the um, rose ceremony went. And so then we start in on a new week. So this week um, is really important because it is the week right before hometowns. So she's going to get rid of three more guys at the end of this week and so then there'll only be four left my predictions like I said before I think the top four is going to be Zach Ben Brandon and Ivan those are my guesses I can just tell that she clearly likes these guys more if you watch the show you know what I mean so this week is really important she has to really get to know the guys and make sure that you know these are the guys she wants to meet their family like it's getting very serious so her first one-on-one -on -one is Ben. And so we've seen a little bit about Ben. Um, they just have instant chemistry. Like, I think really soon on, they just were making out. And they were like, oh my god, you're such a good kisser. <laughs> Which is kind of weird, but <laughs> whatever. So um, this is the first time he has a one-on-one. -on -one. And the last time we talked to Ben, which was last week, um, they had a very emotional um, group date that he was on where basically everyone just kind of showed their true selves and was really vulnerable. They they were kind of like doing this art thing. And so his art piece was him naked, which at first I was like, what, Ben, what are you doing? But it makes more sense later. So Ben was like, you know, like this is very vulnerable state for me. Like um, you're seeing me like everything, like my whole body, whatever. And so later he pulls her aside and is like, yeah, so I – have been suffering with an eating disorder for like over 10 years and you know like I don't have a good relationship with my body and again we're hitting back on the important topics like Ben this big guy Ben is literally a army veteran he's huge like he's so built and I mean how would you ever know and so he's been you know battling an eating disorder for 10 years and like one it's already crazy to be like talking about an eating disorder on television, but especially for a man, because obviously a lot of men, you know, don't feel comfortable talking about that because it seems that they are unmanly for having that, even though it's so completely normal and not like a bad thing at all. Obviously, it's so heartbreaking. You never want anyone to be suffering with an eating disorder, but it's just not talked about a lot when it's from a man. So I thought that was really impressive. So I already liked Ben going into this. So he gets the one-on-one. -on -one. So they go on a little scavenger hunt. They get to ride some scooters around the um, the resort. Uh, it's definitely getting boring at the resort. These dates 
are not amazing. And I feel bad because, I mean, there's only so much you can do. And they're trying to uh, make it as happy and fun as possible, but it's it's just, it's not. <laughs> but it's cute. So, you know, they're going on this little scavenger hunt. And um, they're just, like, having fun, hanging out, whatever. And, um, you know, Tasha's kind of like, I really want you to open up. Like, I feel like you're just this perfect guy, and I just don't know very much about you. So they move to the um, dinner part of the date, the nighttime part. And so he really opens up. He talks about how he had two failed suicide attempts in 2018 and 2019. Which is crazy. I mean, again, we're talking about this guy who just seems like he's perfect and totally strong, whatever. And he really breaks down and tells her all of this. And like his um, sister was the one who got him through it, which is so sweet. And just the whole thing was just very moving and really great. Again, a great thing to talk about on TV. This needs to be talked about. And it was perfect because um, The Bachelor put a nice suicide prevention lifeline um, right when he was talking about this. So just great. So yeah, so we really get to know Ben. I mean, like all the guys in this season, we are truly getting to super know them with these deep conversations to where it's like, yeah, I mean, maybe not personally would I want to marry even if I knew all these details, I don't know if I'm going to be ready to marry someone in like two months. But at least now we can be like, oh, yeah, I mean, we know all these deep things about him. Like, it's not like we're just going in with surface letter, surface level shit. So that at least is good. But so, of course, she gives him the rose because she's like, yeah, um, dude, this is all I was asking for was for you to open up. I want to know, like, what makes you you. And so then they have, you know, the classic bachelor um ending of the date where some random person sings to them this guy was actually really good i want to look him up and (laughs) listen to him on spotify because he had a really nice voice and so you know they dance to um someone serenading them and they're just comfy and cozy and she says at the very end of this that she truly loves ben not to his face just you know in the confessionals but I thought that was pretty interesting, you know, like I said, he was a front runner, so, and now that he has a rose, we are going to meet his family next week, which I also have no idea how they're going to do that. I don't know if it's like, um, like are the parents coming in and they've like been quarantined, but also how is that even possible? Like, I guess now that Ben knows they can like get Ben's parents on a plane right now and like quarantine them, but it's like, if you, you, there's no way you can quarantine them for two weeks. So they must be doing, like, maybe quarantine for a week and have a negative COVID test, which, I mean, you know, that works, whatever. So, anyway, besides the point, um, we're going to see his family. So, great for Ben. Love Ben. He's a superstar. I would not be mad if that if that guy won. He seems so sweet. So, love Ben. Um, next, we have the group date. And so the group date. Oh, this date was stupid. I mean, classic, you know. Like I said, they've been getting pretty bad since we're not able to travel at all. So um, the group date was a lie detector test date where, you know, um, Tasha asks them questions. Oh, excuse me, not even Tasha. JoJo. JoJo right now is subbing in for Chris Harrison. JoJo was a bachelorette before, blah, blah, blah. 
super sweet. I actually love that she's here. She's so cute. Um, so Jojo is asking the boys um, some deep questions and also just some, you know, silly ones to see if they're lying and whatever. Of course, the contraption that they're using this polygraph test looks so stupid. You just know that this isn't real. Like, I don't even know how they're doing this, like how they're measuring anything. Because like, I think they like hooked up one wire to someone, but I feel like the producers are actually going to like light up the lights to show who's like lying or not. So I don't know. This one was stupid. Like I said, the main um, points that everyone kind of hit on was like, so, you know, Brendan went in the, um, in the, in the hot seat and Jojo was like, are you ready to meet Tasha's family? And are you ready for Tasha to meet your family? And he was like, oh, I don't know. I hope so. And then this orange light came on, which was basically like, we can't tell if that was a lie or the truth, which is like, what? Like, that's so dumb. How is someone going to know if they're ready for Tasha to meet their family? Like, that's a lot of pressure and whatever. Just stupid. And so that was one of them. Um, Zach sits down and Jojo's like, have you ever cheated? And he's like, yes. <laughs> like, immediately. No hesitation. Yes. And Tasha's immediately like, okay. Um, gross. Like, what the hell? And so... That comes up as a truth, like he has cheated on someone and she's super not into that, which don't blame her. Don't really love cheaters. And then Riley sits down and um, literally the lie that he gets is, what is your name? And uh, the red light came on, which it'll make more sense. I'll go into it in a bit. But um, everyone's kind of like, what? <laughs> like, what's your name, dude? Like, <laughs> why are we doing this? So anyway... That was the, that was the date. I thought it was pretty dumb. And like Tasha, like I love Tasha, but she was like, wow, I was really surprised by these answers. Like I might have to rethink everything. <laughs> it's like, girly, <laughs> if you're basing everything like off of these one kind of stupid questions and stupid lies, then what are we doing? Like, this isn't even a real lie detector test, like a polygraph test. Like, this isn't, this isn't the real thing. Whatever. So then we go to the nighttime part of the group date and she starts to talk to everyone. So, you know, she sits, um, she sits the three down that was, you know, the most, um, most troublesome with their answers. So she sits Zach down and she's like, okay, what the fuck is this cheating? <laughs> Not into this. And he's like, oh yeah, I like, you know, I was dating someone and then I made out with this other girl, you know, at the Bolorama when I was in the sixth grade. And Tasha's like, oh my God, are you joking? <laughs> and he's like, of course I'm joking. Or, well, I mean, I guess it happened, but you know, it's in the sixth grade. And I don't know how to feel about this because I was just listening to Caitlin Bristow's podcast. I talked about it before. She talks, she does like Bachelorette recaps all the time which I love because, again, love The Bachelorette. And so she had on Chicks in the Office, the girls who do that um, podcast. And I really like that podcast as well. And they were talking about um, this week's episode. And one of the girls was saying, she was like, there is no way that Zach hasn't actually cheated on someone. Because, like, he 
did not hesitate to be like, yeah, I fucking cheated. Like, yep, sign me up for that one. And the girl, like, why would you immediately be like, yes, to cheating in the sixth grade? Like, you're not even dating anyone in the sixth, like, you know, dating in the sixth grade is like holding hands. So if you hold hands with another girl, like, is that cheating? But like, if that was me, if I, uh, first of all, I, you know, did not have a boyfriend in, um, <laughs> in middle school, but that's besides the point. If I was, um, if that was the only time I had ever cheated was because I kissed another boy, um, in middle school while I was dating someone else. No, that would not cross my mind. I would be like, no, I've never cheated because personally, I don't feel like that counts. And that's what that girl was saying. So it is interesting that he was just like immediately like, yeah, I cheated, but only in the sixth grade. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, you guys maybe think about that. What do you think? Cause I definitely, I don't know. I don't know. But of course, you know, Tasha's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Cause she's like in love with this guy. So, um, oh yeah. And when they talk, they, uh, you know, she's like, oh, thank God, you know, I'm really liking you. And he's like, yeah, like, I'm falling in love with you. And she's like, I'm falling in love with you too. So they're definitely, you know, like, again, this is a top contender, this Zach guy. So I would not be surprised if she gives him the rose, you know, at like the rose ceremony or whatever. Like he's going to make it for sure. So then the next one, we have Brendan. You know, he's being like, I don't know if I want my family to meet you or blah, blah, blah. And so the reasoning for his was since he was married before, he's like, I don't want to put my family through this. Like if it's another failed marriage or if it's just, you know, not the real deal, like I want to propose and I want it to be the last time that that ever happens. And so, you know, I'm not sure if this is like, you know, like I think he was, he's kind of nervous about the proposal in the end. Which I can definitely see, but also at the same time, it's like you went on a show that you know ends in a proposal at the end. I mean, most of the time. There's only a few times have couples been like, oh, we're just going to date, which is fine. I honestly salute that more than um, being engaged at the end because that is really intense, especially for these people. Like, Tasha's already been married and so is Brendan. So it's like, do you really want to do that again? Like, if you're really not sure... So I don't know. So he's definitely kind of hesitant, which I think um, Tasha definitely understands. But at the same time, he's like, ah, I don't know. Hopefully he pulls it together because I love Brendan so much. He's so cute. Like he's seriously my type to a T. So cute. Anyway. And then finally, we have Riley, who, you know, his light went off when um, he was saying his name, which was, you know, should have been the easy green light, super not a problem. But um, it turns out that his real name is Dwayne Henderson Jr., which is after his father's name. And I guess for a while, you know, like he kept his name Dwayne and everything was fine. Um, but I guess he kind of had a falling out with his dad. I think his dad was really like kind of lying about stuff that was going on between him and his mom. And so he ended up, you know, like falling out um, with his dad. And I don't think they talk at all anymore. And so Riley was like, I'm changing my name. Like, I don't want to be associated with you. 
you know, this isn't right, whatever. So he changed his name from Dwayne to Riley, which means, you know, he got his name wrong because technically his real name was Dwayne, but now it's completely legal. His name is Riley. And so that was really sweet because uh, this poor guy, he felt so terrible. And I'm like, dude, it's okay. <laughs> like sometimes this shit happens. I'm not saying like, um, like, of course, like I get it, feel bad or whatever, but like, it's okay. Like this isn't, uh, I don't know. This isn't the biggest news that we've heard so far. Like either way, Taisha was like, oh my gosh, you like, everything is fine. Like that is so okay. Nothing to worry about, you know, whatever. Just sweetie answer. So yeah, so that was kind of all for that. Um, at the end of the day, you know, she's supposed to give a rose to somebody, but she's like, you know what guys, like this next week is really important and I don't want to mess it up. Like I really need to think about who I'm going to give this rose to. So I'm not going to give anyone a rose tonight and you guys are just going to have to wait till the rose ceremony, which makes sense because, uh, that is a lot of pressure just to give like someone from the group date a rose to like go into hometowns. I don't know. Like you definitely want to be like a hundred percent sure who you're taking. So, and everyone was super, um, cool with that. They were like, yeah, of course. Like, dude, we get it. So anyway, so she's going back to her room and, <laughs> um, on her way back, guess who shows up? Bennett. Bennett is a back baby. <laughs> He's like, Hey, can we talk? And she's like, holy fucking shit like what are you doing here like she sent him home two days ago like get the hint and so you know he sits down and he's like I I I'm so sorry if you thought like I was questioning your integrity like I truly that is not how I wanted this to come off and I just never want to not see you again like I love you <laughs> he says that he literally says I love which is insane. <laughs> like, okay. I can, I mean, I'm not in Tasha's head, so I don't know what her feelings are for Bennett, but it didn't seem that intense. Like, I think she like liked him. Like she was like, yeah, Bennett's cool. You know, Bennett would be a good provider. You know, he has a lot of money. That's always a good, <laughs> it's always a good um, thing, but I don't think, uh, I do not think she was in love with him at all or even falling in love with him I think she's just like maybe sort of into a maybe <laughs> the emphasis on the maybe and so she's just sitting there like holy shit what do I say to you and so she's like I am so sorry like I just have no words like can I think about this and he's like of course like please do not give me um a response right away like take your time I just want you to know this and she's like okay <laughs> awesome and so you know, she's like, Let me, give me the night and I'll, uh, I'll tell you tomorrow what my, what my verdict is. And he's like, sounds good. And so, you know, he's about to leave and he tries to give her a kiss and she's like, no, no. <laughs> like, what the, <laughs> can you imagine coming back being like, Hey, I love you. Let's make out. Oh, but I'm not really going to listen to anything that you have to say. So yeah. So Tasha's just like, holy shit. What do I do with this? Um, now she has like, you know, this group full of guys that she was just on dates with and she's, you know, everything is crazy. And so now she has to figure out what she's going to do with Bennett. And it leaves on that note. It, um, the episode ends right after that. The only other thing that we know is that supposedly Blake is supposed to have the next one-on-one. -on -one. He was the only one that wasn't on the group date. 
which, uh, again, this is like Blake. I, I don't know why he's here either. So I'm thinking that one-on-one is to see like, am I even into this guy at all? Probably not. And he's going to be sent home at the end. Like there is no way there is, there is absolutely no way he's getting a rose. And if he does, holy shit, <laughs> then I, I don't know what I've been watching this entire time, but yeah. So we get a preview for next week's and it looks like Bennett is back. I mean, he sits down with all the guys. So, you know, that kind of makes it seem like he's back. I don't know. It could be just for the rose ceremony that he comes back. I'm not really sure. Obviously, we'll have to see next week. And next week is super exciting because they're doing a two-night episodes. Ah, so Monday and Tuesday are brand new episodes. They're going to do, you know, the rest of whatever happens with Bennett and everyone else on Monday. And then on Tuesday, they're doing the Men Tell All, which I'm so excited about. The one thing that I did notice, though, is that um, Noah was at the Men Tell All. And if you've ever seen The Bachelorette or Bachelor, you know that the Women Tell All or the Men Tell All, it's all of the um, contestants that have already been eliminated. They don't bring in any of the people that are still on the show because obviously that kind of like gives things away. Like they just want the people who are off to come back and talk about it. So the fact that Noah's there kind of obviously makes it seem like, okay, was Noah eliminated? Did Bennett replace him? Because I didn't see Bennett. But I don't know. Because Bennett's not going to go to hometowns. (laughs) There's no way. And I mean, neither is Noah. So maybe Bennett will like show up later on the mental hall. I have no idea. But they kind of already alluded to maybe Noah being eliminated. Which I guess isn't, you know, a big shocker in my eyes. But what if to someone else they were truly shocked? (laughs) So, yeah. So, I'm thinking since it's a two-night episode next week, like, I'm going to have to talk about it. You guys are going to want to know. So, um, keep your eyes out for maybe a bonus episode next week. Because I have another episode that I want to talk about. Um, But I think I might throw in... um, I throw in a bonus episode for you guys just because this is too juicy this is way too good it'll be it'll be a little christmas present for you guys <laughs> literally next week oh my god wait no oh sorry i am looking ahead <laughs> i am looking ahead way too much the way i plan this out i like write all of my episodes down on the mondays that they're gonna be posted so this bachelorette one will go up on Monday, and then the week will go on. So probably at the end of next week, after you listen to this episode, there'll be another Bachelorette episode. So get ready. There might be a bonus one. Okay, so I hope you guys liked this episode. A lot of drama. Um, I just, I love The Bachelorette so much, and there's there's just so much going on that I have to tell you guys everything, even if maybe you don't watch it at all. I did get some feedback from my friends who don't watch it that said that they liked these episodes because they said that it was still very entertaining. So that's a good sign. I guess I'm doing something right. Um, But yeah, so that's the end of this week's episode. Like I said, keep your eye out if I maybe happen to do a bonus episode. That would be super fun. And um, uh, leave me a review. Like I said, we're on Apple Podcasts. And so if you leave me a review, then more people will get to know about this podcast, which would be great. So um, tell your friends, tell your family. (laughs) 
Marissa's doing it big over here. We have a lot of good things coming. Um, yeah, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I will see you all next week with a brand new episode. Bye.